טז סיוון תשפ. Coming to you live from the home office of Ariel Tours in my apartment in Brooklyn, New York, I'm Mayor Weingarten. Welcome to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. Ariel Zilber, he brings us the um, coronavirus theme song. That's what we like to call it, coronavirus theme song. <laughs> We've been opening our show with that number for quite uh, a period of time, a number of months. And we'll continue to do it until uh, we're able to deal with this whole corona situation. 
Welcome one and all. Welcome to The Israel Show. My name is Mayor Weingarten. You're tuned to the Nachum Siegel Network. And um, for whatever reason, I am finding myself overmodulated. And I've been having this problem now for a few weeks, and I, I can't figure out what the problem is. So you'll excuse me while I play around with some of these knobs and hopefully get a better sound out to you. We are here. The Israel Show is each and every Monday, immediately following JM in the AM, which is, by the way, 9 a.m. Eastern Time. It is um, 4 p.m. There we go. That's it. 4 p.m. Israel Time. And around the world, wherever you are, whatever time it is, that is the time that we are on. And we thank you for joining us. You can listen, of course, whenever you want, whenever you want. That's right. You know why? Because we have something called on-demand. It's hard to imagine there was such a thing as on-demand. When we were growing up, nothing was on-demand. We had to wait for for everything. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, yeah, we really, yeah, you know, uh, there was no TV on-demand. There wasn't even VCRs when we were growing up. You, you either watched or listened or whatever, and if you missed it, you missed it. Too bad. Not today. Today everything's on demand. I don't know if we're a better society for it. But probably not. But it's very convenient. So there's on demand you can listen to. Oh, God. <laughs> you can listen to the show on demand whenever you want via the Navasegal Network app, which is available for free. For free, I tell you. I mean, what, what can you want more than that? It's for free on um, on the uh, iPhone platform and on the Android platform as well. You just click on archives, go to the show, and pick the uh, program that you'd like to listen to. The same thing can be done on NachumSiegel.com, which is on this newfangled thing called the Internet. So hopefully, uh, you'll all be able to enjoy that and and if you're listening you know all this already but I always uh, encourage every week I encourage you to tell your friends tell your neighbors tell whoever you think might find this of value and of interest but enough about us Um, found something very interesting um, a post by uh, Moshe Nachmani who I've discovered discovered I discovered his uh, Facebook page uh, a few months ago, and and he's obviously a fascinating individual. So he quoted something, and it blew my mind. And then I said, well, you know what? We have to discuss it. So let's start off by way of introduction. I will tell you about a rabbi of the previous century. His name was Yechiel Micholtok Kaczynski. Many Jerusalemites would probably know the name. I'll tell you why. He was born in uh, Belarus in 1871. He passed away in Yerushalayim in 1955 at the age of 83. He wrote a work which uh, has been used for decades and more in cases of Avelut. No one should need it, but uh, eventually we usually all do. It's called Gesher HaChayim. That's one of the books that he wrote, Svarim, that he wrote. 
he also wrote Hayoman um, Bekadur Haaretz about the international dateline and something which I used many 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 times um, a, I think it's a five volume set called Ir HaKodesh Vahamigdash it's all on issues related to Shalayim and the Bet HaMikdash and so forth and uh, was obviously a fascinating person fortunately uh, I did not get to meet him so at the at the back of um, Gesher HaChayim there is a there's a note which is written by the son of Rabbi Yechiel Michal Tokachinsky. And he writes as follows, Avimori Harav Zatzal Amar. My father, the great Rav Zatzal, said, Me'achar ve'en kilyon ba'olam. There is nothing in this world that ends up actually being destroyed. I guess there's some sort of a Kabbalistic reference. Vigam kol, a voice, a sound, Shene'emar e'pa'am, and if you believe that nothing of the world actually gets destroyed, so then the voice, right, the audio waves of your voice that make up the sounds that we hear, which are part of the of this world, of the mitziut ba'olam. Mizman Buryata Olam. So accordingly, his father, Rav Yechiel Michal Tokachinsky, this great Rav, said, therefore, he, he believes that there will come a time when they will invent a machine that will be able to tune in and play the sounds, the voices of words that were said from the beginning of time. From Buryat Olam. Blows your mind. We would be able to hear everything that was said through this, through this um, uh, Back to the Future radio. Gam et It stands to reason that therefore we'd be able to hear the, the the sound right wouldn't wouldn't that be great if we had the audio it would be great if we had the video but let's say we don't have the video <laughs> i i wonder if if he would be living today if he would say we'd be able to watch the video as well because those are different kinds of waves but it, it could be could be that he he didn't see it that way and he didn't understand that yet so we'll be able to hear that Sarah had the brother and Har Sinai as God told them even the voice you ever wonder what did Adam HaRishon sound like well maybe we'd be able to hear it now he wrote this obviously at some point in his life before he passed away <laughs> although you know you never know now things uh, according to this uh, even after you pass away or everything still remains <clears throat> so so uh, let's say in the 1940s so in the 1940s, somebody reading this would say to himself, "This guy's a total lunatic, right? What, what's he thinking? What, what, what is he serious? He can't be serious, right? He can't be serious." And yet, if we look at it now in our eyes, the eyes that we have today, we're a little, a little satellite in the sky, 
can tell this little piece of plastic and metal that I'm holding in my hand where I should walk or drive what the route is in order for me to get to where I want to go amongst many other miracles that 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 are part of our daily life it becomes not so far-fetched I always say to my friends you know in a couple of generations your grandchildren great-grandchildren maybe walking with you to shore would say Saba I don't understand how you back in the day when you were younger how did you go to shul before they had air conditioning in the streets <laughs> right and uh, you know we say okay it's not so far-fetched who knows because I asked my parents and I asked my grandparents how did you survive before you had air conditioning in the house and so as the generations go on and technology increases certain things just become so obvious to us and we take it for granted but these are that's the way I understand that part of tefillah in addition to everything in nature and that the sun rises and that we live and breathe and all that but the GPS is as is the microwave as is the iPhone and every other unbelievable miraculous little box that we have so maybe it's not so crazy to think maybe somebody should start working on that project I can only imagine that when he wrote it people thought he was nuts and now not so much By the way, another thing that he did in his life, he, he was the principal of the famous Shiva Reitz Chaim. Um, but another thing that he did early on um, in his time in Yerushalayim, in 1904, <coughs> he um, began the publication, what turned out to be an annual publication of the Luach, which um, so many people still use, the Tukhachinsky Luach, the, um, the, 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 the instructions, if you will, a little booklet with instructions for shuls of how to conduct things on a day-to-day level. It hangs in many of the shuls. There's the, most Gaboim have it in their little uh, stender or whatever because it's uh, referred to all the time. And, it, and it, the reason it's special is that <clears throat> you like this other Luchot, but this one was one of the first to be published that actually brought with it the Minhag Yerushalayim, the special Minhagim that Yerushalayim abides by, many of them based on Minhag Agra. So um, this Luach brings it down. For example, they don't say Vashamru on Friday night or the other uh, types of such proclamations on the Chagim, Tiku Bahad Shafar, and so forth. Uh, before Shmon um, Esrei uh, of Mariv on Shabbat Yom Tov, so in the Luach it would it would not mention that, or it would say we don't say it once or twice, and so forth and so on. 
the Tukachinsky Luach. Anyway, I saw it. It blew my mind. Thought I would share it with you. I'm happy I did, and I hope you're happy that I did as well. We're going to go to uh, Kobe Aflalo, who's uh, a cover of Ofra Chaz's famous song, Tefillah. My name is Mayor Weingarten. You're tuned to The Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. Aflalo with a uh, cover of uh, for uh, of Rachaz's uh, famous song Tefillah. 
goes back a few years, um, an album of covers in memory of Ofra Chaza. My name is Mayor Weingarten. You're tuned to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. And I hope everybody uh, that's tuned in is well and safe. And um, in the crazy times we live in, that that's, um, that's almost an, enough, right? So, um, the Chafetz Chaim, oh, I, I should say this before, before we go on, um, listener Moshe, who's um, an, a, a regular listener and commenter, writes that one chapter of Gesher HaChaim was translated into English as Bridge of Life. Um, gives a broad perspective on life, death, Gilgal, etc. I believe that's the third chapter. And um, as um, a commenter on the page where I saw this entire story said, it's so great, that, uh, but unfortunately the halachic part is usually focused on and people miss out on that part. Uh, but that uh, Moshe comments that he checked it out and it seems to be uh, pretty much out of print, but um, maybe somebody will look into that. Anyway, so I was saying that the Chafetz Chaim in his discussions and Svarim on Lashon Hara, he instructs us not to gossip in general, even if what you're talking about is something positive. Oh, this person is a terrific person. He's a big Baal Chesed, let's say. He does. He gives a lot of charity. He helps a lot of people. He he cares for the downtrodden, etc., etc. Why? Why would the Chafetz Chaim somehow be against that? So he writes that what usually happens is when people sit around and gossip, talk, then somebody might say that very nice thing about person A and somebody else sitting around will say oh yeah you think he person A is such a great guy yeah here's the part you don't know and then say something negative so better not to talk about people in general that that shouldn't be a subject of conversation which is pretty crazy in the world we live in where the most popular magazine in the entire United States is one called People, which is filled with gossip about people. Ay, way, 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 what a world. So, I, I, I'll just add this before I get to the point. This is a joke. I'm warning everybody in advance. This is a joke. Don't write in, please. I say that there's proof to the Chafetz Chaim's theory from the Torah. Because at the beginning of Parshat Noach, it says, Noach ish tzadik tamim hayabedorotav et ha'elokim hitaleich Noach. It goes on to praise Noach profusely. And Chazal say, and brought down in Rashi, yeishidoshim l'shvach v'yeishidoshim l'gnai. There's some people that say, oh, that's very nice. But then there are other people that say, no, 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 no. Bedoro Tav, it was only in his generation. That's not... So you see <laughs> that that happens. <laughs> that you say something nice about somebody, somebody finds a, 
a, a negative aspect to it. Anyway, that part is a joke. Sivan Rav Meir is the famous journalist, author, uh, writer, everything you can possibly, uh, sheer giver, everything you can possibly imagine. She's just one amazing, positive force walking on to and um, is really someone to be, uh, I mean, she's one of my heroes, I got to say. I don't know how she gets it all done. She's also a mother, I believe, of five. Her husband is also a journalist. He's not like a stay-at-home father. He's a journalist, and he does many things as well. Very amazing people. And as many of you know, she was here in the United States on Shlichot of the Mizrahi, and then very wisely uh, got out of here as Corona began and made it home back to Israel in time to be able to be with her family for Pesach. Anyway, she, she her Facebook page, which is, I, I if you're on Facebook, for sure, it's it's always positive things, speaking of the Chofetz Chaim, always positive things. And um, she began getting swamped. I mean, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of stories from people that were living in the United States, Israelis living in the United States, who decided after the corona virus, not after, after it broke out, during, and we're still in it, that they want to go back to Israel. They want to go home. And she's been sharing these exciting stories, inspirational stories, and she stopped. And she appeared on Israeli television, uh, I think this morning. And she was asked, why did you stop posting these great stories? And she said, well, there's an other, uh, as we were saying before, there is a negative aspect to what was happening. Because she was posting these stories the comments that people were leaving, Israeli people were leaving, were just, in many cases, not not in all cases, obviously, and probably there was a, a, a less than the majority, and yet enough to make people who who were she was posting about feel uncomfortable. People were commenting in a negative way. Oh, now now you want to come back? Now you want to? Uh, Leave America because America is in trouble. So you want to come back here because it's better here. Why? Why you? We don't need you here. Go away. Stay in America. Don't come here and take our jobs. You know all negative comments that people can think of, and it reminded me of um, my own experience when my family made attempted aliyah in uh, 1970, where. Um, and many Americans did as well, where the Israelis, the kids, my age, 11, 12, who were living in Israel throughout, now that the Six-Day War was over, now that this great victory came about, there was a lot of jealousy. Oh, now you come here? Where were you when it was difficult? Where were you when, when we were living on the border? You know, whatever. And uh, I guess it's part of human nature of some people, and it's very sad. And uh, as a result, she stopped 
she stopped. She stopped uh, publishing. Now, the truth is, I believe that there's a way for her to publish the stories and not allow comments. Just let people enjoy and be inspired by the stories. And I'm sure that somebody will tell her if there is such a way to do it. I believe there is, that she can. But it is, on one hand, very beautiful. And Nefesh Benefesh, as you'll hear tomorrow on JM in the AM on Tuesday, is is swamped, swamped with requests of people who want to make Aliyah. We spoke a little bit last week about the connection between BDM and BDS, Black, no, what did I say? Black Lives Matter, BLM and BDS, Black Lives Matter and Boycott, Divest, and Sanction. How the movement called Black Lives Matter, which is now the darling of the left, is part of intersectionality which means all victims all are all part of the same the same game the same group and so they consider the Palestinian Arabs victims of occupation and of oppression so they represent them too that's why you'll see people wearing kafiyas and Palestinian flags at demonstrations that seemingly have nothing to do with it we see attacks, looting, craziness. It feels like America is going nuts. And the way America dealt with the coronavirus. So people who have been thinking about it, obviously somebody who doesn't have it in their mindset even, the possibility to go to live in Israel isn't going to suddenly get up, usually. Maybe they'll start thinking about it. But those who've started thinking about it now are taking action. And that's a good thing. So hopefully the stories that Sivan Rav Meir has been bring, sharing with us of people that want to come back to Israel or, or Olim that want to go to Israel now, hopefully she'll continue them and uh, find a way to weed out the comments or just shut down the comments of those who are negative because there's always going to be some negative in society. And speaking of the coronavirus and everything that goes with it, Yishai Rebo, this is a classic song that he composed just at the beginning of the coronavirus, but it became such a hit. Keter Milucha goes through the calendar using the Parshiot HaShavua to discuss what we've seen and what we've been through and what we're going through. My name is Mayor Weingarten. You are tuned to The Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. Thank <laughs> you. 
שוב מתבלבל. ומה אתה רוצה שנבין מזה? איך מתרחקים ומתקרבים בכאב הזה? רוצה לחיות אותך ולא להיות לבד. ומה אתה רוצה שנלמד מזה? ואיך נדע להתאחד בפירוד הזה? עד שניתן לך כתר מלוכה, כתר מלוכה. בין פקודי לבעיקה, כולנו באותה סירה. אביב הגיע פסח בא, ואיתו תקווה רבה שתקרא את רוע הגזירה. לך דודי לקראת כלה, כבר אין לנו כוחות יותר להתמודד, להילחם. ומה איך מתרחקים ומתקרבים בכאב הזה? רוצה לחיות אותך ולא להיות לבד. ומה אתה רוצה שנלמד מזה? ואיך נדע להתאחד בפירוד הזה? עד שניתן לך כתר מלוכה, כתר מלוכה. My name is Mayor Weingarten. You're tuned to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. One other last quick word. There's so much to say about the Black Lives Matter. It's not really an Israel-related thing, but it is related to the Jewish community in America and how they see Israel, hopefully, as a place of refuge, if need be. just want to read to you two paragraphs from official statements of the Black Lives Matter movement. This is a movement, by the way, that now, as a result of the PC, the media's press to um, make them into um, great heroes, Fashion Nova, Bad, Bad Robot Productions, a big uh, movie pr- production company, Pokemon, Cisco uh, Networks, Airbnb, DoorDash, Gany, Tom's Shoes, Lululemon, Spanx, Phyla, 
every one of these organizations and more are giving at least $100,000 to Black Lives Matter and other organizations. Cisco Networks announced a donation of $5 million to several groups, including Black Lives Matter. Now you might say, so what's so terrible? Black lives do matter, as does do other lives as well. Because Black Lives Matter is a radical leftist organization that sees their job not just as one to quell the unnecessary violence and bias of police against blacks. Here, here's two paragraphs. And and there's more. But I'll just keep it short to this. We dis- This is a quote. We disrupt the Western prescribed nuclear family structure requirement. We disrupt the Western prescribed nuclear family structure requirement by supporting each other as extended families and villages that collectively care for one another, especially our children, to the degree that mothers, parents, and children are comfortable. We call, here's another paragraph, we call for an end to the systemic racism that allows this culture of corruption to go unchecked and our lives to be taken. Here's, here's the key now. We call for a national defunding of police. We demand investment in our communities and the resources to ensure black people not only survive but thrive. If you are with us, add your name to the petition. Defunding of police, can you imagine, in urban centers in the United States, if there's going to be, and there's talk now, now it's, it's become a serious sub- subject, something that people would think was science fiction, like listening to the sounds of uh, Adam Arishon. The mayor of New York announced that he's going to be defunding, reducing funds to the police in order to invest them in social s- services. I mean, he's such a fool. But this is becoming now a new trend, a new PC. Some personal announcements, with your permission. Two. Mazal Tov to Penny and Yosef Kramer, who were married yesterday via Zoom. Mazal Tov to the parents my good friends Helen and Benji Kramer of Highland Park, and Vivian and Douglas Rabin from Passaic. I'm from the Hassan side, as they say, right? So I can only tell you about that side. The Chatan Yosef is really an exceptional young man, student of Nativari in Yerushalayim, served as a lone soldier in the IDF, and now is a student at Machon Lev, we uh, really wish them all the mazal and bracha. I was thinking yesterday as I was watching the wedding on, wedding on Zoom that there's so many weddings on Zoom it disproves the age-old adage that ken men ken men nit tansen oif 
right? We always told you can't dance at uh, at two weddings. Well, now you can. <laughs> and on the other side, condolences to our friend and colleague Robert Katz on the passing of his mother, Vera Katz, Holocaust survivor with her late husband, made it out of hell and miraculously found the inner strength to start life again. And the witnesses to their amazing fortitude are the children, the grandchildren, and the great-grandchildren that continue the unbreakable chain that is the nation of Israel. Baruch, and uh, condolences to Robert and his sister. We'll go to some music. We'll come back. We'll bring you more. Oh, here's a great song. This is... Um, well, we're going to debut this song, Every Leader. It's become very popular in uh, in Israel. Such a weird story. A very talented musical young man, musically talented young man, a Druze who lives in Israel, um, sent Every Leader a tune that he composed. And it almost like, you know, I'm sure, you know, artists get tons of things like that. And it usually ends up, you know, where. And for some reason, by fluke, he listened to it, and he really loved it, and he wrote words to it, and they recorded it. And it's about our day, our times, with um, the quarantines. Habiduch sogera live alachatz gomeroti. Shlosha yiladim belimud merechok. Three children going to school in the house. Zelotzchok. Zeo Cheloti talks about how beautiful Israel is and how we have to remember that. Mechakim Shiavo, the Mashiach does. Po kol Beit Yisrael chazak mitpalel zekatuv vezebam milmala. We pray. It's written. It comes from the heavens. Vikan Hazrach Katan here in Israel. The little guy is waiting for Mashiach. Mechakim Shiavo, Shiavila Nuor, Kmosi Pur Tanachi, Shisiparti Livni Habachor. We're waiting for Mashiach to come and bring the light, like a Tanakh story that I told my children. Mechapsim, Mechapsim, Anashim, Anashim, Rak Biachad, Natsliach, Liot Chazakim. Only when we are united will, be, will we be strong, every leader. My name is Mayor Weingarten. You're tuned to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. המזרח התיכון, אנשים שיגעון, זה החון שעושה אותם ככה וכאן פתחנו שולחן, מצפון תל אביב עד רמאללה, יואו איך שבא לי לרקוד, לחזור לעבוד, להרים עם כולם כל הלילה ואש זה ממש מתבקש, תפסיקי לחשוב על זה הלאה כל בית ישראל חזק מתפלל, זה כתוב וזה בא מלמעלה וכאן האזרח הקטן מחכה למשיח בלילה מחכים שיבוא, שיביא לנו אור, כמו סיפור תנכי שסיפרתי לבנייה בחור. מחפשים, מחפשים, אנשים, אנשים, רק ביחד נצליח להיות חזקים.
אנשים שיגעון זה הלחץ עשה אותם ככה אז בוא רגע לפה נדבר על דברים ששכחת איך יפה המדבר אפילו שקר שמיים פתוחים של הלילה איך יפה הצפון ועד החרמון לא צריך סיבי באיטליה כמה בא לי איטליה כמה בא לי צרפת או אפילו אנטליה לעלות על מטוס לכמה שעות ואז יאללה הביתה חזק מתפלל, זה כתוב וזה בא מלמעלה וכאן האזרח הקטן מחכה למשיח בלילה מחכים שיבוא, שיביא לנו אור כמו סיפור תנכי שסיפרתי לבנייה בחור מחפשים מחפשים, אנשים אנשים רק ביחד נצליח להיות חזקים שסוגר אותי, והלחץ גומר אותי. שלושה ילדים בלימוד מרחוק, זה לא צחוק, זה אוכל אותי. איך בא לי איטליה? כמה בא לי צרפת, סנטרופאו, בריטניה, גרמניה, הונגריה, יפן, תעשי לי טובה רק לא צ'יינה. נעוף מסביב לעולם והביתה. a collaborative work. It's called Hamizrach HaTichon, and the pun only works in English. It's a collab- collaborative work of Druze and Jews. Ivri um, leader, and did I mention the name of the Druze? Sam Halabi, or Halabi. Interesting story. Very popular in Israel now. So what's happening? The uh, Prime Minister... The Prime Minister of Israel uh, has uh, announced as part of this government that he's put together, together with Benny Gantz, that in July, Israel will carry out part of the Trump peace plan, deal of the century, whatever you want to call it, by applying Israeli law to the Jordan River Valley and parts of Yudan Shamron, which, according to the map of the uh, Trump plan, will remain in Israeli hands. Now, I got to tell you something. People call it annexation. People call it applying sovereignty. But the, the legal term that is used in, in, all, in the documents that I've seen about the peace plan are hachalat hachok ha-Yisraeli, which is less than declaring sovereignty or annexing and so forth. It is applying Israeli law to these places. It definitely is a statement, there's no question about it, that you're considering this as part of the state of Israel, you're applying Israeli law, uh, 
but it's less than um, what uh, people are yelling that it is. Anyway, one would imagine that the right wing in Israel is going to be thrilled. And when this program was announced, the right wing was thrilled. But it seems that as more and more details became clear, the excitement has dissipated somewhat. And now there is a huge rift, a big controversy between two sides in the right-wing camp. One says, look, America's ready to recognize our application of Israeli law over these areas. President Trump supports it wholeheartedly. We don't know how long he will continue to be president. He may lose. Who knows? Maybe it looked before Corona like he would probably win. But now, who knows? It's a toss-up. So if we don't do it now, we may never be able to do it again. Do it now, get it done. The other side says, yeah, but it's, it's one step in a larger program. And the larger program says that if Israel accepts this, that Israel applies law, the Israeli law, to these areas where Jews live and the Jordan River Valley, which means all the Hitnachaluyot, all the towns and cities in Yehudan Shamron remain under Israeli sovereignty in the final picture. But everything outside, which is the vast majority of the area remaining, becomes the quote-unquote Palestinian state. So those against say, by taking step one, you are ultimately admitting that you agree to the plan, and the end of the plan is a terrible situation for Israel. The end of the plan would create a situation where within Yehudan Shamron, if you wanted to travel from Ephrat to Yushalayim, you would have to use some sort of a roundabout way or special road that would be built because all of Gush Etzion would be cut off from the rest of Israel. Same thing for Hebron and so forth. Look at the map. It's, it's a crazy configuration based on where Jews live and how to give the Arabs enough territory in the areas around that. Look at the map. Look up. Uh, Trump peace plan, Middle East peace plan, 2019, 2020. There's one map that's out there. It's not clear. Will Israel take all the area that is delineated in the map that will remain in Israeli control, sovereignty, etc. now? Will it only apply Israeli rule just to the Jordan Valley? But the detractors are saying this is dangerous this can lead to a place we don't want to go what does the other side say those who say yes go ahead they say listen we can always trust the arabs because they'll never accept all the all the um all the parts of the agreement that they 
will have to keep in order to get the quote-unquote Palestinian state. So let's get what we can get now, and the rest of it is never going to happen anyway. But if we don't take what we, what we can take now, we could lose that too. And they always cite the partition plan in 1947. Ben-Gurion and the leadership were for partitioning the land of Israel into two states, leaving the Jews with a very small area, much, 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 much smaller than what was originally intended to be the Jewish state. But as we know for a fact, because we have a lot of evidence, Ben-Gurion said, let's take what we can now. If they're giving us something, something, take it now. And, and, and we'll deal with the rest later. And in fact, there was a war. And during the independence war, Israel extended the borders beyond the UN partition plan. And those became de facto. And in 67, when Israel took the rest of the area of Eretz Israel, had Israel wanted to, they could have declared it de facto part of Israel then. That's a whole nother story. But it's an interesting controversy and it's going to be played out over the next few weeks because as, um, as, uh, as the elections get closer, it's going to be, American elections are going to be more difficult. Of course, the detractors also on the left, the detractors on the left also say, the world is going to go crazy, the Arab world is going to go nuts, Jordan is going to break its... Uh, they said that about the American embassy moving to um, Yerushalayim and America recognizing Yerushalayim as the capital of Israel. Those threats don't work anymore. It, 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 stop it. It's just silly. Okay, that's that. We'll keep an eye on it, and hopefully uh, you'll keep tuned to us, and you'll hear what we what what um, what they're saying. What what is going to happen? Uh, we're going to wrap up with Shlomo Arti Ratzinu Raklashir. Before that, we say thank you for listening. Thank you for your Facebook likes and comments. Thanks to the staff of the Nachum Siegel Network. And my very special thanks, as always, to Nachum Siegel. Coming up on the Nachum Siegel Network, Yoni Pollock with After Further Review, covering the latest in the world of sports. And then Novik Now with Jake Novik. Novak. How must Jews respond to Black Lives Matter? Some of which we've covered today. Why is opposing Israel so important to all radical groups? Something we covered last week, but trust me, it's worth listening to Jake because he will have a, a lot of insight that we probably didn't have on this subject. And lastly, why do all of us need to learn the story of mystery man Yaakov Yurovsky? Stay tuned for all of that. And then the Monday Music Marathon will continue throughout the day. Until next Monday, immediately following JM and AM, this is Mayor Weingarten reminding you that nice guys do not finish last. They're just running in a different race. הייתי אז הכי קטן בעיר, הכי קטן בעיר ובשובי מהרחובות אבי הניף שלטים ניסור פוליטיקאים ושחטים תמיד מתחלפים רק חברים אמיתיים לנצח לא התחלפו הייתי כבר רעב לשיר, רעב לשיר. שרתי עם כל החברים שלי על גג מוזר מול הנהר. 
השאלה הייתה מי יהיה פה כדי לאסוף את השברים, מי יתחתן עם מי ומי יהיה זמר. כל העולם מלא בצער, באלוהים הכל מראש נקבע. אני חושב שכבר הבנתי את זה קצת. ליד מרכז הספורט אמרה לי בוא נלך, או אני קצת רבע. רציתי רק לשיר איתה, לשיר איתה. רצינו רק לשיר, רצינו רק לשיר. אני זוכר את הימים, את הלילות. ימים גדולים, חוזר מהצבא, ישן שעות, טס אליה עד חולון. תיקח קפה איתי עלי, כשקמתי קפוא ומתגרם. אין כמו הערבה, אז בוא לא ניפרד היום. כל העולם מלא בצער, באלוהים הכל.